This episode of Ask Ashley the Podcast is brought to you by Hulu, celebrating Black history always. Hulu has the shows and movies you love and is committed to providing a platform for Black stories to continue to be seen with the Hulu Black Stories Hub. Watch Women of the Movement and catch up on Snowfall, Atlanta, Queens, Grand Crew, Blackish, and Abbott Elementary. Binge RuPaul's Drag Race, Power, Queen Sugar, Tyler Perry's Sisters, and Hulu Originals, Wu-Tang, and American Saga, Woke, and more. With all those, plus classics like Living Single and Family Matters, docuseries like Your Attention, Please and Black Love, and Hulu original movies like The United States vs. Billie Holiday and Onyx Collective's award-winning documentary, Summer of Soul. You can find stories and storytellers that highlight and celebrate Black history, past and present, on Hulu's Black Stories Hub, 365 days a year. Hulu subscription required and terms apply. Ask Ashley. Yeah, that's me. And me. <laughs> oh, best friend. We killing them. No new friends. Get rid of them. Who these new niggas? Yeah, I ain't feeling them. Yeah. It's just me and my twin in them. Did you see Kim's leg that she photoshopped and messed up? <gasps> but you know um, who does her, all her editing? Natalie. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so cold in here. It is really cold. I'm gonna put it on my legs, I think. It's nice to be on the West Coast where it's not snowing. Yeah, (laughs) there's that much. I'm glad you got out. Yeah, I was worried. I should have just came here from the Bahamas. You should have. We should have gone with the initial plan. Yeah. Anyways, like I was saying, I'm happy to be out the snow. Yeah, I'm happy you're here. You made it to the 70 degree weather. We actually had a beautiful day today. Yeah, was it 70? Uh huh. It felt like it. Nice. (laughs) Like, ooh, I'm taking my jacket off. Yeah. No, it was like a nice day. It felt warmer here than it did in the Bahamas. Well, we should tell the people how you left the Bahamas a day early and missed the really cold day. Really cold day? Bitch, frozen. What? Right after you left, I went to the beach. Yeah. Laid at the beach. I ended up on the beach with a towel around me. Oh, no. One on my legs and one over my head. And they're like, are you cold? I'm like, yeah, but the water's so beautiful. That's what I came back. Nishan was like, what? There wasn't sun in the Bahamas? You look paler than you left. I was like, yes, I am, in fact, paler than I left. Yeah, definitely paler. But we should tell the people on my birthday weekend, but as I've had to recap it to other really? people. What was like, funny? Oh, how's the Bahamas? I was like, it was interesting. I know. And people are like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, it was interesting. <laughs> I know. Someone was like, I was like, yeah, it was it good. Was there. Like, yeah, <laughs> it happened. It was good. It was Ash's birthday. We came, we saw, we... We came and we did saw. Did we conquer? No. no. We didn't conquer we at all. We fell to the Bahamas. Bahamas won, Ashley's zero. Zero. Although, I can't lie to you, I'm not going out without at least one good thing. What'd you do? So Lena and I started drinking. We started getting ready. We went down to the restaurant. We had dinner, little birthday dinner. Mm-hmm. Got to playing and flirting with all the waiters. Like, Good you job. know, we do best. Amazing. And they started singing me a birthday song. Oh, I love this. Even video. though I said I didn't want a birthday oh, song. Oh, why? Because I hate birthday songs. Oh, come on. A Bahama birthday song is not bad. Okay. And then this happened, Ashley. Oh, did they put a hat on you? Oh, it didn't make social media. 
You killed right the birthday twerk. Wait, this was on Instagram? I, I deleted after like an oh. hour. Oh. Are you flipping them off? Yeah, because I asked them not to do it. Oh. I was like, what? Hey. Oh, but now she likes it. You're right, exactly. Hey. Hey. Oh, did you fall? Ashley. <gasps> Ashley. Wait, Ash, at the end you weren't there. I'm going to tell fall? you it's possible. Do you know I fell four times? Ash! No, like I fell in the casino. What, bitch? I think you fell. I think. No, it's possible. Ashley, I hit the ground so many times. Look, watch. When we come back. (laughs) Have you ever had like an old pleather item, a skirt or a shirt or. Okay. And after so much time, the the leather will peel off. Oh. You never had this happen to you before. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought it was unique to me until I spoke to Lena and she's like, oh no, that's what happens to that material. Oh, that's why it's cheaper. Correct. So, so I brought these leather sh- sandal shoes to the Bahamas that I haven't worn in probably seven years. They're like super cute wood platform. I'll show them to you. A wood platform. That's why you fell. Wood yeah. platforms have no give. They're the very uh, worst shoe to walk in. Doesn't move with you. I hit the deck four yeah, times. Because this is the worst. Sis. And it's humid there a little. The floors get a little humidity. So... What happened was, much like my pleather skirt I wore a few months ago, it started peeling. My shoe, the pleather to the wood, starts pulling apart. Oh, so your shoe's just coming off. My shoes just start breaking on me, but I don't know. I'm drunk You're and drunk. intoxicated. And I think drunk I can't keep and my- intoxicated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Both of them. I'm thinking I'm struggling to like yeah. do what I'm doing. It's not until I get back to the room that I'm like, oh, these shoes are apart. This is why I fell four times. That's when you know you're f-ed up when you don't even know your shoes f-ed up. That's happened to me before. There's this one photo of me and I'm sitting on the on the sidewalk in Hollywood. Oh, no. Sitting gross. on the sidewalk with no f-ing shoes. Gross. My shoe was over here, and all you can see is the heels just broke. But it's like, I don't care. I'm like dirty, no shoes on. How did I get home? Nobody knows. Who And who took the picture of you? One of my up friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were drunk, too. (laughs) Yep. So this is what happens. But listen, 35, and you went straight back to 25. I love that for you. When I tell you, I was like hitting the ground and sitting up, and I was like, woo! (laughs) Like you weren't embarrassed at all. I like, just didn't feel like my equilibrium was on. Shit. But you know what, Ash? What the highlight of it was for me? What? Tell me. Playing golf with you. I enjoyed it so much. Someone was like, well, what was fun about it? I was like, well, probably the most fun I had was, was playing golf. golf. Yeah. That was so much fun. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad that you got out there. Yeah. Outside of our creepy pro. Oh, my God. He was creepy. He, he was. Me too. I was like, <gasps> I'm not answering this. He's actually a pervert. He's a pervert for sure. The golf pro at the golf course that we went to at first started off so great. He was like very friendly. Like, let me get you a drink. Let me take a photo. Let me do the things that are the things that I should do as a great host. And then he like, I don't know, Ash, we got to say it because I've been thinking about this. 
The man came up behind both of us to try to teach us how to swing and put his dick on our ass. Put his dick on our ass. I was like, And we both immediately, like, you know, moved out the way. Or, like, we both did something to make it not okay. But the one thing we didn't. We didn't say anything. We didn't say, like, it's not okay for you to put your dick on my ass. Now move away from me, perv. Which is what we should have said. what we should have said. Because he does this probably to everyone. And he just gets away with it. And so he keeps doing it. And it's like, no. Yeah, it was crazy. Because first he was on Ash. And then I was just sitting there. And she was like, oh, my God, he's creepy. Da, 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 da. And I finally got up to, like, swing. And he came. And I, I literally was like, whoa, like, sir, I, I feel your actual. It was a dick hard. I'm confused. I, 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 like, didn't know if it was his dick, if it was his belt buckle. Yeah. What? Either way, I wasn't soft. I'm not supposed to feel it on my ass. I, I've taken hundreds of golf lessons. Not once has my golf pro or golf leader, teacher, anybody come up behind me like that. He thinks he's f-ing hot and sexy. He kept saying that like, no, you're, you're not. not. He was like, yeah, if I took this mask off, you can see I look like Denzel. First of all, nobody thinks Denzel, Denzel is fine anymore. That's like you're f-ing 20 years late. Am I wrong? You, no, that's a fact. And he did say well, Denzel. There's so many it's guys like, since Denzel. Island, but you have to know who's current. Yeah, sir. like <gasps> I look like Denzel. First of all, Denzel's 65. You don't look like Denzel, okay? Yeah, Stop. you look like a pervert. He literally, I could, it was awful. It was bad. It was bad. But the one good thing he did do was give us that swing juice. That swing juice was fire. I was talking about it. I said, I don't like vodka, but I had the most amazing vodka drink in the Bahamas. It was like Grey Goose vodka, lemonade, and cherry juice. It was delicious. The question is, what is cherry juice? Juice from a cherry. Okay, so like maraschino cherries? No, real cherry. I think that was real cherry juice. So how did he do it? They probably muddle muddle it. Yeah, it's delicious. Muddled that was cherries. real cherry, not sweet cherry. Ooh. It was like real cherry juice. That's why it was delicious. Yeah, we got to figure out how to make that a punch of some sort. Yeah. Some sort of punch. I will say that the Bahamas definitely identified the fact for me yeah. that my anxiety is a very real thing. <laughs> I can't lie to you. Uh-huh. Not just you. But I realized that I actually only have friends that have high functioning anxiety. Really? And it makes me wonder how bad mine is. Because I realized surrounded by friends that have it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, between, I'm not the only one. No. Oh, nice. The moment where I realized this was difficult for other people, mm-hmm. like for me to do with other people, that I was like, oh, everybody I'm talking to has a little anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> got it yeah but how and why do you feel like your anxiety was exemplified on the trip i really wanted to come Mm -hmm. i was excited to come yeah and then like night before it was like i can't go what about this and what about that and i was like i'm gonna push my flight back because i need to do this tomorrow i started like spiraling and then before bed i had to sit there and be like i'm just gonna go And I f- figured it out. And then I got myself on the plane. First of all, when I got on the plane, there was a man in my seat, which completely kicked <laughs> my anxiety into Because he had COVID all over you. Because he obviously had I COVID sitting in my seat. Yeah, because you, you were going to have to wipe it yeah. down, but he was already there. He had opened my blanket. 
Oh, yeah. He had made himself comfortable in my seat. And I was like, no, this is not okay. So I was like, this is my seat. He didn't speak English. And I don't speak Spanish. So, like, you know, like, and I'm like, eh, my seat. Like, I'm looking around. What's like, the universal what? sign for my seat? I don't know. I was just like, my. <laughs> and then I showed him the thing. And then I was like, where's yours? And then he's like, oh. And he, like, starts digging in his pockets and he brings it out. What seat was your seat? I was in 12J. Sis, what seat was he in? 44 <laughs> something. He's in the whole wrong class. How? D- See, I don't like that. That's a shitty feeling. That's a shitty <laughs> it feeling. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> so did you have to go to the flight attendant and ask him to move? So he knew he was like getting up or whatever. Right? And then he didn't, he still didn't understand. So then finally the guy behind me who spoke Spanish the whole time and saw me struggling. Dead. <laughs> finally was like, like whatever the words are that yeah this is not your seat this is your seat 44 (laughs) the point is then he just speaks spanish to him and tells him and he's like oh okay but now i'm dealing with the fact that my seat is contaminated and covid and covid and the blanket so then i'm like i have to get out of the way so i like my stuff and i'm like sitting in the seat but i'm like sitting in the seat like this at the edge you know wipe it down yet it's like i'm in business class i have my own pod i was very specific in choosing my seat very specific but now someone has infiltrated and you only have one wipe do you know that american didn't even give me a wipe because it's the number three carrier. I, know, I keep trying to tell you. Delta United American. For whatever reason, people in Miami and Los Angeles believe that American Airlines is a great airline. It's not. It's shitty. Well, anyways, I have my highest status on American. So I just roll with it. Also, Delta. I've had very poor experiences with Delta. Really? Yeah. I don't fly Delta. What? They don't really. I had a freaking racist flight attendant. I almost got kicked off the flight. That was Delta. Yeah, but technically the guy at the end told me that this was actually a Sky, Sky. West crew. Correct. So it was not in fact Delta. Correct. So then I cannot punish Delta because it wasn't actually their crew. Sky Either West way, I paid Delta for my flight. Sky West is trash. Yeah. I've had well, they're issues racist with them too. They yeah, they're little like, small rinky-dink towns. They're from like Wyoming. Like yes. Black Mountain, Wyoming. And but stuff. shout out to all of our listeners in Colorado. Sorry. Killing it. We love you. We love Colorado. So anyways, I now know I have high functioning anxiety is the point. Okay. So wait, no, but what happened? So you get in the seat. Oh my God. That's what I was talking about. So I get in the seat and I'm sitting there very uncomfortably, like waiting for people to get on the plane. Mm. And then the second that it kind of slows down, I go to the front. I was like, there was a man sitting in my seat. He touched my blanket. (laughs) But I was like, there's a man sitting in my seat. And he touched and my And he blanket. touched my blanket. And now I need a new one. <laughs> and do you have any wipes? Like the, the flight attendant was like, oh my God, no way. Like she like felt me. And I was like, see, I'm not the only one. She was like, oh no. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure it out for you. I was like, okay, thank you. And I like stood there. Then she came and gave me a new blanket and a like, bag full of wipes. So hopefully she was on your same anxiety level. Yeah. And I sprayed my hand sanitizer everywhere. Well, that's interesting because we should let the people know that um, her COVID anxiety is selective. Because what happened is, is that uh, she then got to the Bahamas and shared drinks with me and laughed in my face and kiki keyed. And then we go back to the room to shower and change for dinner. Ashley's phone rings. Yeah. 
and Charlie is hysterical and all of this. And I'm like, what is happening? So Ashley's child, <laughs> while she's so busy worried about the Spanish man in her seat, her daughter has tested positive for, for COVID. COVID. Her daughter, she hugged up on and loved up on and I kissed did. up on and then gets on the flight, looks down at this man, comes to the Bahamas, shares everything with us and now got to look at us and be like, I think I might have COVID. <laughs> In the middle of my birthday trip. Yeah. Now she thinks she has COVID. And now we all think we have COVID. Yeah, everybody has it. Because if she got it. And not only that, we're going to get stuck on this island because we have to test negative to get back in order to, to America. Leave. So now we're on the second night of being in the Bahamas. Yeah. And and I'm like, I got to get the off this island before I test positive. So, But the problem is, is that who's supposed to test? Because we can't all test because we all can't be stuck here. No. So one person's going to have to test and see what it is. And the rest of us are going to have to, I don't know, make fake test results or do it. I was so scared because I was going down there and I was like, if I test positive, are they going to report my results or can I still get a fake COVID test to come home? Remember, I was like Googling it. I was trying to figure out because I was like, I'm going to be positive. If Chase has it, I have it. Yeah. But I went and tested and luckily I tested negative and continued to test negative. She's really making this sound very easy. So she goes down to get tested. She comes up. They said 30 minutes. No problem. 30 minutes. So we're like, all right, cool. We're sitting outside. We'll hang out for 30 minutes until (gasps) she gets the test results. And then we'll we'll go down to the hot tub or we'll go to the casino or we'll go to eat or something. But like, let's just wait. Yeah. Like 30 minutes passes. Who is it? This Black History Month, McDonald's is kicking off Future 22, a campaign celebrating 22 Gen Z leaders across the country who are making an impact on their communities right now. For instance, have you heard of Anya Dillard? She's an 18-year-old activist who started The Next Gen Come Up, a nonprofit that encourages activism and community service. McDonald's is sharing stories of the leaders like Anya and more on Instagram, at WeAreGolden. Be sure to check it out. So, Ash... TV time this week is messy AF. <laughs> I love a mess. I, I love, love a mess. mess. <laughs> it's our favorite thing. We love to watch trash television to make ourselves feel better. So Ashley's mom comes into the room today. Oh, my today. God. I call it my room. It's Ashley's guest room, but it's my room. <laughs> so Ashley's mom comes in my room today. My white mother. <laughs> and... Ashley and I are sitting on the couch watching messy reality television. She says, I just don't get why you girls like to watch this. You are educated and you're smart business women. <laughs> and you just like to watch this trash. Yeah. She was like, why? And I was like, well, Pam, it makes me feel better about my own life. Yeah. Which is true. Which is true. It's a sad but true thing. And that's why TV is filled with trash TV. Mm-hmm. It's filled with these mindless television shows where we're watching people's lives get destroyed. But they're, the reason it gets the ratings that it does yeah, is because it all makes us feel better. The it, dating shows make me feel better. The f***ed up families make me feel better. All of these girls pretending to be friends and not really friends and fighting with each other make me feel better yeah. about my friend group, my dating life, my family. Yeah. And it's a train wreck and everybody loves a train wreck. That's why when there's an accident on the other side of the freeway, there's traffic on this side because everybody is slowing down to watch what's going on over there. It's the same mentality. A hundred percent. 
So I don't care if people judge us for the messiness. I don't even care if Pam judges us for the messiness. No, because Pam is messy anyway. What I care. What I, <laughs> Pam likes real life mess. Yeah. She likes the tea. Yeah, she doesn't really keep She dove into problems. that Tristan Chloe tea today. Oh, she did? Oh, yeah, she did. But yeah, so mess makes me feel better about my life. I'm happy to sit up here and talk about this with you. Okay, good. Well, I've got a mess of a show. Which one? Portia Family Values. It's A plus television, guys. And if you have not watched it, it's worth a watch. Portia from Real Housewives of Atlanta. If you've been living under a rock. Hello. <laughs> There's only one Portia. I'm here. guessing if you're listening to our podcast, you know who Portia is. Straight up. But, <laughs> but maybe not. For those not. of you who are new, welcome. <laughs> and for our male listeners. Yeah. Portia has a fat ass. Watch it. Yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> sorry. So initially my thought was, okay, Portia... Stole somebody's husband. And now Bravo is giving her own reality show so that we can watch her steal this girl's husband. No. Mm-mm. It's so much better than that. It's so much more. It's so Bravo's much more. kicking themselves that they did. gave Candy a show and gave Kim Zolciak a show and gave everybody a show before they gave Portia a show. Portia is good television. Her whole family. First of all. Off top, one of the things that I love about the show is how they introduce the character, whoever it is, and it's like Portia's aunt, father's side, (laughs) Portia's cousin, mother's side. Like they're laying it out. They're laying out these different wings of Portia's life. And she's bringing all these people together. She sure is. Her baby daddy, ex-boyfriend, her future husband. Her cousins are messy. Her aunties are messy. Everybody Everybody's is messy. messy. It's amazing. In her whole family. It's amazing. Ashley. Yes. I'm here to have this conversation with you, but I have to let you know that I am only probably on episode like maybe. Basically, I'm at the Mexico trip. Mm. Mm-hmm. So let's can we talk up to the Mexico? Well, trip? you know, Mexico is really where all the first of all, it's Mexico. It's messy as f- so Portia have her baby daddy, Dennis. They've broken up fairly recently. I it mean, was they like, keep screaming on Mexico. It's been three months. Yeah. So in Mexico, when now Portia is already engaged to another man, it's only been three months since they broke up. They have a child together. Dennis cheated on her, I think, multiple times. And they tried to work it out. Apparently it didn't work. And then Portia quickly moved on to another man who now they are engaged to be married. So his name is Simon. Okay. So... Simon, Dennis, Portia, Portia's messy cousins, Portia's aunties. (laughs) Leading up to this, it's Portia's birthday, blah, 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 blah. When it gets good is when they get to Mexico. So they have decided because Lauren, her sister, is like becoming... Oh, yogi meditation. Yeah, she's like a meditation, like healing something. I guess is taking classes to do this. So she's inviting the entire family, including Dennis and... Simon to Mexico. So, but also because Portia has the intent yes. to blend her family. Portia has no intent to blend her family. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, here's the thing. In my opinion, watching the show and knowing how people act when they still love their baby daddy, mm-hmm. Portia is still in love with Dennis. Well, I wanted to go there with you because okay. you get to Mexico. Mm hmm you're able to see Portia interact with Dennis in a way that we haven't seen yet. 
and the idea that Dennis might have a girlfriend or a woman that he wants to bring with him on the trip or be at the trip. Yeah. And I think that. Well, leading up to this, she had a some kind of cookout at the house. And oh, he was like, yeah. because Simon was there, who's her new fiance. And Dennis was like, well, I'm about to bring a date. And she was like, no, you can't bring a date. And she was very adamant about it, making sure that Dennis did not bring a date. And in my head, this is my question. If you have supposedly moved on, why do you care if he's bringing a date? And she tries to justify it by like, cause it's a hoe and da, 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 da. But Simon has been married five times mm-hmm. and you're engaged to this man within three months. So for all Dennis knows, yeah. Simon's a hoe. Dennis basically says that in Mexico because one of them said something about, do you think Portia still cares about you or something? And he was like, well, we only broke up three months ago. In my opinion, in my life experiences, yep. it is very difficult to move on from someone that you've spent a prolonged amount of time with, who you've gone through your ups and downs with and have a child with. I can't imagine, even in the perfect situation, when maybe you really are ready to move on, that in three months you are over this man, but she's trying to act like she is. And that bothers me. We had a chemistry compatibility conversation. Mm Mm-hmm. And as I watch Portia and Dennis and Mm -hmm. Portia and Simon. This is good. Portia and Dennis, Portia was herself. Silly, goofy, wild. She could talk to him the way, man, f*** you. They had a relationship. Mm -hmm. As I watch Portia and Simon, I watch Portia try to be who she thinks the best wife for Simon is, i.e. cooking that Nigerian breakfast. Mm -hmm. And when her family's arguing, retreat into Simon's arms and play this like kind of victim role that Portia never played the victim role when she was in her first marriage. She she did. did. And then she She had kind of become her own person. And And then now it's like she's she's kind of taking some steps back. She's reverting back. But Dennis was the person that she could be herself with. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I feel like Dennis is watching Portia be someone else. Yeah, and he's like, I'm not with this shit. <laughs> now, yeah. is Portia wrong? No. And that, for, that's what... Oh. For leaving a man that maybe has cheated on her and hasn't done her right. And when she found a man that makes her feel good and has significantly more money mm-hmm. and can change her life and her daughter's life. Yeah. Is she wrong for taking that leap? She's not wrong. And the other thing that I thought was interesting, too, is she's turning 40. That's like a monumental period in life where you're like, okay, I've done this. And these are the people that I've tried to date. And this is what I've gone through. And now I'm 40. Like At some point, I've got to figure out what's actually going to work for me long term and maybe switch some stuff up so I can totally understand like maybe her mentality is changing and i thought that was interesting Yo, she, yeah. 40 to me is like okay listen i'm an actual f-ing adult and yeah. i've got to figure this shit out and dennis is trying mm-hmm. to, to move forward and portia don't want to let him Mm-mm. she don't was she not letting go of simon no so she gotta let go of this the big first blow up in mexico was about quote unquote this robe why do you have this man's robe, Portia? Why don't you well, want to give it? For those of you who haven't seen it, basically, 
Dennis had some things left at Portia's house that he wanted back. Yeah. And for whatever reason, Portia wouldn't give him back. No, she would not. So a of couple Versace of her robe to be exact. It's very so, Atlanta. I so love her it. sister and her cousins retrieved the items and basically said, in exchange for coming on this blended family trip, we'll give you these items back. Well, as the the blow up happened at the table, Portia was like, well, are you here for your robe or are you here to fix this family? And, you know, Portia turned it into a lot more because she was upset that one of Dennis's items actually had been removed from her home. Mm-hmm. Her new fiance, Simon, said, Simon I have said. one request. It is that you remove all of his belongings yeah. from the home. Bitch. There is no reason why you still need to have any of this in your home. Unless you're trying to hold on to that man. And that told us so much. So much. And she was like, okay, no problem, baby. Da, 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 da. Nah. Like, nah, sis, for 24 hours, you've been holding on and mad that they retrieved this man's stuff from your crib. Yeah. Big mad. I'm sorry. I've only held on to shit from men that I still care about. Of course. If I don't care about them. Goodbye. Goodbye. In fact, I've been insulted that you left this here. How yeah. dare you think you could leave your drawers here? It's in here. the trash. <laughs> it's in the trash. It's yeah. garbage. You don't. It means nothing to me. No, but that- This girl is getting out the shower and prancing around in his in robe. In his robe. When you have a whole fiance. Listen, I cannot wait to see how this wraps up. Well- before we wrap it up, though. Yeah. When Dennis is talking to Simon about wanting his robe back. Yeah. Simon is like, oh, listen, you don't think I got movers on call? And Simon referenced the fact that like had several divorces and gets yeah. these women up out of here. Yeah. As Dennis reflected on his conversation with Simon. He was like, I don't know if Simon sees Portia for the, who she is or if he sees her for the celebrity she is. And Dennis is, I think, the guy that sees Portia for who she is. 100%. I just want to see how this plays out. I honestly, I like Portia. I, love I think Portia. she's great. I love Portia. And so ultimately, you want her to be happy. And this is obviously reality TV. So there's a lot of fiction within reality TV. We've talked about this before. Yeah. But I have a very vested interest in how this pans out. Me too. And I don't want anybody to know, but my vested interest is that I hope she ends up with Dennis. I do too. Simon got to go. Does he really have money like that? It's seemingly so. I know, but people be faking. People do be faking. And in Atlanta, Atlanta is the easiest place to fake. It is an easy place to fake, but what's confusing is how they travel on this level, not just in Atlanta. Okay, so like what? If she goes to Turk, she's going to stay at like one of the doper villas in Turk. She's not like at a hotel. Simon seemingly lives yeah. the life that is a little bit elevated. Do we know? What does he do? He owns, mm-hmm. I guess, several restaurants mm-hmm. and he's also an investor. And I don't know what else. He's like, honestly, we should talk about it. Sometimes I think that there are women who just think that if he's an African man that says he has money, they just believe whatever he says. And we need to talk about it. Well, there's definitely a stereotype specifically with Nigerian men. I think that circulates. I'm not as familiar with it, but I've heard people be like, oh, he's Nigerian. Da, 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 da. Yeah, but it's okay. So this is what's so crazy about it is that you you know, I know, you know, I watch 90 Day Fiance. Yes. It's that Nigeria is an incredibly 
large African country mm-hmm. that has all different levels of wealth. Right. But for some reason in America, mm-hmm. Nigerian men have translated as if they're only top tier. Yes. <laughs> top tier. As if, as if you come from the country, you must be top tier. I think because there is a stereotype and I had a friend that was married to a Nigerian. Yeah. And so this is where my stereotype is coming from is straight from her mouth. Mm-hmm. So you can hold it worth a grain. I mean, it's worth a yeah. grain of salt. Like, but this is what she said, married to a Nigerian. She's no longer married to him. So I don't know if that plays a part in it at all. But she was like, Nigerian parents are very hard on their children to be successful. It's kind of part of the culture. Yeah. So they're doctors, they're lawyers. Like, you, this is obviously a stereotype. So I think that that Doesn't plays- mean it's not popular. So I think that that plays into this idea that there's women that are in the U.S. and they're here and they're in these big cities like L.A., New York. And you're like, like, oh, wow. Yeah. He must be an African prince. Yeah. Yeah. There's mad Nigerians in the country. Not everybody's a prince. Here's the other thing. Almost every Nigerian that I've met, Mm -hmm. their dad was a chief. In our minds as American women. We've glorified princes and chiefs and all of this. Not to, even knowing what it means. Not even knowing what it means. Yeah. Yo, there's no matter of fact. Can Who we are call we Nigerian? I know. I do you I know, know a Nigerian? That I we can do. Call? I also have one on deck if we can. You are officially live on Ask Ashley, and you are getting ready to speak for the entire continent of Nigeria. Are you ready? <laughs> Nigeria. Right now we got green lights flashing in the studio. It's green in here. Oh my we got your man Usman. Usman is playing music right now. Soja Boy is playing Soulja right now. Boy. Right after this, we got Tim's coming to the stage. Right after Tim's coming to the stage, we got Wiz Kid. This is real Indian Americans talking. Uh. Yeah, Wiz mm-hmm. We got to talking about American women and their perspective on men from Africa. And so as a man of Nigerian descent, we just wanted to maybe ask you a few questions and maybe debunk a few myths we hear or know about. Okay. All right. Let's let's go for it. So almost every Nigerian man that we've come across or friends that we've come across or friends that we have friends that we have that come across, there is this idea that the Nigerian man is wealthy and successful and or a prince or the son of a chief. Yeah. Do you yeah. feel like as a Nigerian man that you are typecast like that? What do you mean typecast? I'm not really a son of a chief. What I'm trying to tell oh, okay. Ashley is, is that every Nigerian man I've ever met is the son of a chief. Yo. How yeah. many f-ing tribes like- do you have? And how Yo. many chiefs? And in America, because we're not privy to that, we don't realize that you're not really the prince of the country because your dad is a chief. Yeah, no, you're you, like you're a prince of like a village, right? And how like many people could be in the village, up. dog? Like twelve? Yo, big families? Nah, lots oh. of villages. Uh, okay, lots of so villages. lots of villages, which means every lots village has chiefs. Every village has a chief. Eh, Benny, that means yes in Yoruba. Okay, I so listen. The village can range from how many people to how many people. I mean, a village can be one fifteen people. Village could also be a thousand people. Is the, vill- is the village ever like a city in LA, like 60,000, 100,000? No. That okay. would be like a state. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Amazing. No. Yeah. So the first yeah. thing that women should know is that just because the man's dad is a chief, 
It does not mean he's some form of African royalty. Correct. Is that correct? Uh, I mean, so like when you think of royalty, are you like you're referring to like. I'm saying the Western. I'm I'm, I am saying Western culture. What we have been fed in this country, if we have never left, I mean, we may have went to the Caribbean or vacationed or whatever. We've never gone to Africa as women in America. Our version of what we deem to be a prince or a son of a chief or anything we've been fed from television, from movies, from Disney stories. Is that equal to what men in Africa who are sons of chiefs or sons of village kings is are they what we've made them to be in our heads? No. So it's not, it's not, but it's also not like, it's not the royalty like painted out in Western perspective, but it's also, it is a, like a, a position of privilege to that group of where they're from. So privilege it's like meaning middle, money. When you say privilege, does that, does that equate to like financial gain? Not even financial gain per se, but just more like, held in high regard to the people. Mm. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So again, women need to know that's not even tied to their financial resources. It has nothing to do with money. Because the son of a chief in the village that has a thousand people, or ten people, and the son of the chief in the village that has a thousand people are probably very different experiences, Mm -hmm. right? That's a fact. But I will also add to that is that like a lot of those chiefs of villages not like direct son. This is like great, great, great grandparents. Cause like, they're also like state there's presidents. There's, there's a whole new establishment that's in place now. Like right. when, when the UK came in and colonized Nigeria, they put in their own form of government. And then, you know, Nigeria received its independence, I believe in 1961. And uh, which is relatively new. But to that point, right, like there's a new government and a new form of establishment. So when people are talking about chiefs, these are usually like like entities of, of running these villages that aren't even in place no more. It's more like a legacy thing. It's more like, oh, when, when you know, these villages were ran or governed like independently, like my ancestors were the chiefs of that. So it's been passed down that way. And that's what most people are thinking. And, and basically and- that doesn't translate to America. There's nothing that will translate. Like maybe if you go back to Nigeria with your son or grandson of a chief, that may mean something, but ultimately here, someone saying that their grandfather was a chief, that doesn't translate to that has money. No, it's- no, correct. No, correct. But I would, I would say like the, the, the closest translation would be like indigenous peoples here that like had, you know, villages or tribes and then they had leadership there too. To be quite honest with you, the most interesting part is the ability to keep a rank in your town or village even when the U- when the UK came in and tried to take over. Like that yeah. part of it is what deserves the honor and all yes. of that. Yeah. Right? Do you get what I'm yeah. like I'm with you on that for sure. Yeah. Now, there's an old saying my father passed down too that might be good. Because it's tied to that, they're saying it's like your name is not your name. Correct. Uh, yes, and I've heard that. I've heard yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. that said, we're talking about Portia Family Values, which takes place in Atlanta, and she's left her baby daddy after three months, is now engaged to this Nigerian man, Simon Gogogoba. Wow. And <laughs> is that not his name? I don't know. It's Gogogoba. Gogogoba. 
something like that. Okay. And we happen to mention that in Atlanta, there are a lot of African men who are seemingly very successful. And I think that women automatically tie their success to the fact that they're African. And this is crazy to say, they don't even understand the country that they come from. They just feel like if you're from Africa and you, got, and you drive a Lambo, you must actually really be something. I feel like it's important for women to know that just like any country, there are levels. Right. Do you feel like there's a stereotype in one direction or another that either all men from Africa are successful or all men from Africa are scammers? Because I do feel like the two versions of men like that are those two extremes it's polarizing yeah it's very polarizing is that something yeah. that that you see or have experienced uh it's something that i see i can't say that i've necessarily experienced it but i mean the continent of africa is huge and how many people are there and how many different cultures are established on the african continent is completely different right like you have west africa and and there's lots of similarities like there's this running joke with the like who has the best Joe Loaf rice, right? Mm-hmm. And you have West African rice is completely different, or the herbs from West Africa is different than East Africa because the climates are different. Right. So you know there's just this completely different cultures within an African culture uh, that I think in America just missed in translation in terms of like really tapping in. But to that point, the things that that seem to make it out is you know the scammers or people, you know, of, of great wealth. And it's one or the other. There's just so much more in the middle that I feel like, you know, whether it's time, effort, energy, or really tapping into what's going on on that continent, there's just so much more there. Ugh. All right. Well, I want to go. <laughs> uh, I want to go see how much more is there. I want to go and get sprayed. Let's go. I heard there's a thing. I heard, I heard y'all are where... big in Nigeria. I'm kind of a big deal in Nigeria. I didn't know if you knew this about me, Ash. I thought, it was South, I thought it was South Africa. Actually. Well, Africa as a continent, but specifically Nigeria. WAGS was shown there. So Nigeria, I don't I don't know about South Africa. Nigerian specifically, there's a lot of Nigerian women in my DMs that love me. That's very interesting because mm-hmm. we don't have any Nigerian podcast listeners, but we have a heavy South African parent presence. Well, maybe they don't like the podcast. They just like me. <laughs> Okay, true or false? Yeah. Women in America got men from Africa f***ed up. True. Oh, damn. All right, people. Just because he's African doesn't mean he will change your life. Your name isn't Princess Jasmine, bitch. Your name is not Princess Princess Jasmine. Jasmine. He will not turn you into a a princess. You will not go to Nigeria and live in a castle. But you might end up a bitch named Portia. Period. (laughs) Thank you, Nigerian ambassador. My pleasure. And while this has nothing to do with Nigeria, I don't know ever, but if you're looking for somewhere to go and maybe you want to take Ask Ashley on a trip, I have had in my Rolodex for years, Mauritius. And I really would like to go. Where is it? Off uh, the eastern coast of Africa, like in the towards the Indian Ocean. Is it by uh, Madagascar? Is Madagascar a real place? Isn't Madagascar in Asia? I'm going to need y'all to get to Africa, man. <laughs> Morocco's in Africa. No, Madagascar. Well, you have kids. You've probably seen that movie. You didn't I have. Be able to tell me. It was Africa. It was? Oh, it's, yeah. 
It's off the coast of East Africa, Africa, across the Mozambique Channel. Okay, so Madagascar is the world's second largest island country. Are we doing this right now? We are. Do you want to help? No, let me go ahead and help you all out, man. East Africa, Madagascar is a real, it's a real life, real life country. In East Africa. So it's it's an African country. Right. It's an island off of East Africa. Okay, what I'm talking about. Okay, so what's better? I told you, I know you, I knew that you were basing this off of seeing that movie with your I children. Was. It's I a knew great it, movie. Which is why it I wasn't about fact, to debate you. It oh, is in fact know. a fabulous movie. Eddie Murphy plays the zebra yeah, and it's it. great. I so. knew it. <laughs> I go to Banana Island. Oh, oh, there's also yeah. islands off of Kenya that are called, it's like four letters like Lagos. And I think it starts with an L. Do you know what I'm talking about? Lamu. 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 I want to go here. Do you know anything about Lamu? No. I heard that there's a Four Seasons in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. What do they call that? Like not so. Like a preserve. Yes. And they're huts, but they're luxury huts. And that's where I want to go. Yeah, no, we're going to do it. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you, Nigerian ambassador. We are so happy and grateful that you could uh, give your opinion and let these women know that you may not end up like Portia, guys. Not Just every Nigerian man is what you think he is. Every Nigerian man is not what you think. But we all kings and queens celebrate your greatness. Oh. Oh. <laughs> this Bye. does look really amazing. Are you Lamu? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm not buying be- into the fact that Simon, in fact, has as much money as we are led to believe. So I'm I'm going to let you know that I actually am. Well, glad Simon's we- net worth is estimated at 40 million. OK, I changed my mind. Yeah, I was going to say I disagree. I do think because I did some real re- like I dug into him. You dug like dug deep. And even on his off day, he even travels light. OK, well, you, you know, go, Simon. Before we leave Portia, though, I just have one question for you. Mm-hmm. All of this stuff happens with the goal of Portia blending her new family. Correct. So my question for you before we dip up out of this mm-hmm. is, is the idea of a blended family something that you believe in? Or, which is the alternative they're talking about on the show, is just being co-parents. Yeah. In fact, Portia broke down crying about her experience. Yeah. She felt like her mother and her father, once they split and his, her father went on to start his new life, that her mother didn't quite work to blend the families. Mm-hmm. That in fact, she left it very separate. Mm-hmm. And that Portia felt like she was kind of thrust into a whole new world and a whole new family because her mother didn't try to blend them. Yeah. So it was like when you went to your dad's, it was this. And when you're at your mom's, it's this. There was nothing that was cohesive about the two units. So what I think is that a blended family is aspirational, but realistically, I think co-parenting is just more realistic because at the end of the day, what what Portia is attempting to do is only blend on her side. She doesn't want to blend on Dennis's side, but ultimately a blended family would be welcoming Dennis's new girlfriend in and being like, oh, hey, yeah, we're blended. No, you want to blend Dennis into your side 
and then leave that over there. Mm-hmm. So essentially that's not blended because blended would mean that you're comfortable with him bringing in people, you're bringing in people, and now we are blended. Mm-hmm. So that's where she's wrong. She wants a blended family, but she only wants to blend on her side. So what I'm asking you, though, is personally. Personally. Do you feel like you could either participate or would you want to participate in a blended family? Or would you prefer to co-parent and have two very different lives? I pray I never I don't pray the situation over you. But if you had to be in the situation as someone with kids. Realistically, I feel like I would be like Portia. I'm okay over here, but don't bring that bitch over here. So it's tough. So I think that ultimately what would actually work for me, just knowing the way that I am, is probably co-parenting. Got it. And I just think it's more realistic because at the end of the day, it would take two very, it would take two very emotionally removed individuals who can blend seamlessly. That is a very difficult task. It's admirable for sure. At the end of the day, in that situation, somebody is losing. Somebody is biting the bullet. Somebody's swallowing their pride. Somebody's going home and crying. Somebody is eating the emotion. And I do think that we've seen these examples. I've even, you know, we watched Mashonda and Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats try to do it. And Mashonda ended up writing a book about a blended family and all of these things. And I do think it's maturity and I do think time. Time. And all of that can help aid in blending a family. Mm -hmm. But I do believe that even the best that I've seen do it, I've watched someone do exactly what you said. Yeah. Eat it. Eat it. Somebody's going to eat it. Somebody's eating it. Somebody has to eat it because at the end of the day, this husband feels some type of way because this husband is paying for this husband, which means essentially this husband maybe doesn't have it like this husband. And I'm going to keep it cool in front of my kids, but I'm going to go home and I'm going to feel sick. Oh, I'm going to just throw this one out here as you were saying it, Ash. I actually, as we're thinking about this, have only seen requests for blended families with women that have moved on with men that make significantly more money than their ex partner. Mm-hmm. I will also say I've only seen this situation in relationships where the woman who has moved on to a partner with significantly more money still had more chemistry with the partner that she left. And that instead has probably left a relationship where she had chemistry and moved on to a relationship that had compatibility. And right now, Portia is living it on Portia Family Values. And I f*** with it. Right before our very eyes. And I can't wait to see how it ends. And I can't wait to catch up. <laughs> because all I know is Portia tried to sock that in his face. Oh, I'm not there yet. Sorry, I'm not there yet. Okay, 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 okay. I'm catching up. I'm catching up. Okay. Women like us have this rare ability to thrive in life's chaos. And honestly, we wear it like a badge of honor. You're right, Ash. I just embrace the chaos of my busy life, to be honest. I'm a doctor, a chef, a teacher, and most importantly, a full-time chauffeur. No one tells you that two kids and extracurricular activities basically means you live in your car. (laughs) That's so true. And if you are like Ashley North, playing all the roles a boss mom plays, then we have to introduce you to the all-new Infinity QX60, designed to help you conquer life. 
in style. Yes, Ash, in style. With available features like seating for up to seven passengers, a suite of active safety features, and massaging front seats, it's a luxury SUV that is as functional as it is stylish. Check out the Infinity fully reimagined QX60, made for queens just like us. Now with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information. What time is it? It's question time. What time is it? It's question time. Boop, boop, doop. Ashley, have you ever cried during sex? No. Really? No. I would think that you and Deshaun have probably had some emotional moments or maybe had makeup sex or maybe sex when you were angry and you didn't want to or sex when, you know, like. Oh, interesting. Not that I can think of. Maybe Deshaun would have a different answer. Yeah. And no, not that I can think of. I've never. Yeah. Okay, next question. Do you get tired after sex? Yeah, I feel like some people, it energizes them. I want to go to sleep. I either want to go to sleep or I want to cuddle and watch a movie. Yeah. But what I don't want to do is get up and get dressed and go for a walk or go to the park. Like, I don't. Yeah. I want to lay here and soak in love and our loveness. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I want to, I don't know. I just want to be tied up under you after until we can relax and fall asleep and float our own ways. Okay. So, yeah, I am yes. usually tired. Okay. Yeah. Plus I'd be putting in that work. Hey. Hello. Yeah, I have the opposite. Like they are like, "Oh, well, yeah, this will put you to sleep." No, it won't. It's going to wake <laughs> me up and now I'm going to have to wind down after it for like 2 hours. Really? Yeah. That, that that's not my vibe. Wakes you up because now you have to go shower. Yeah, now you have I to, like, have to go do all the things. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like up. Like I was sleepy. Now I'm not because now we've gone through this whole thing. I got to get up. I got to do all my things. And then I got to come back. No, I'm not tired anymore. Matter of fact, you just kept me up for an additional two hours. Like I'm Damn. actually not. I'm not that kind of sleeper. Wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> have you ever fallen asleep during sex? No. Right. Because you don't get tired. I, I don't get tired. I've definitely fallen asleep during sex. Really? Well, not sex, but head. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Like, did he let you stay asleep? I don't think he knew I was asleep. So you woke back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you like doze off and you catch yourself. Oh, shit. Oh, that's funny. Like, oh, Started yeah. snoring. Oh, no. How awful. Like, not even that it was bad, but more that I was just Well, if so he didn't tired. say anything, he probably didn't know. No, I'm sure he thought he was doing his thing. Yeah, like you, you were in a trance. Yeah, like oh Sexual yeah, eyes trance. rolled back to my head because it's so good. Yeah, no, eyes no. rolled back because I'm tired. Rough or romantic? I definitely take romantic over rough any day of the week. Yeah, yeah. totally. You agree? Yeah. Some people would say like the rougher sex is like for when you're younger. Oh, okay. No, but I never. No, no, I agree. Mm-mm. Um, me. Mm-hmm. Ashley. Yeah. Do you like sex name? I hate it. Really? It makes me uncomfortable. I don't want to do it. I don't want you to do it to me. I don't want you to expect me to say something sexy back. I'm not a sexy person. Like, I don't have the words. Yeah. I like, don't. There's only a couple sexy words in your vocabulary. Yeah. Like, I don't have the words. It makes me uncomfortable. Photos. I don't want to. No. I mean, let me say, I obviously have done that in the past. Yeah. I'm not a fan of it now. Okay. I'm just like, okay, like, what's this photo going to do? Get, get him excited. Yeah, but then it's home. like on your phone. This is the day and age where there can be leaks. Hmm. No. 
And then it's also like it can come back to haunt you. I've had Deshaun send me a random photo on a random day, like of something that was not <laughs> nice. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't like this. Well, that's the other thing is that you do have kids and kids of age that go through your phone. Yeah, it's 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 not a safe space yeah, for me anymore. I used upon. to. Yeah. I've done that before. Totally. One hundred percent. Now I have not done it. Yeah. I would say like kids was like my cutoff. Like, OK, no, thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Once they the kids in your photos looking for a selfie, they what? Took it just like. Yeah. Also, like all our things are like connected. Like my photos be showing up on Chase's iPad. Chase, yeah. Like, I don't know. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to ruin her life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was seeing my vagina like huh, huh? what is this no, no i don't know that's weird i think my phone went off at the gynecologist like i don't know oh ash i'm glad we got to catch up yeah this is fun well till next week bye adios you can follow us on instagram twitter and facebook at ask ashley podcast And if you want to connect with us, you can find our website at www.askashleypodcast.com. If you're looking to connect with us personally, you can find me, Ashley W., at Dear Young Queen. And you can find Ashley N. at Ashley North Style. Are you a single listener tired of matching with all the wrong people on dating apps? If so, we think it's time you give OkCupid a try. OkCupid finds people who you're most compatible with. But like really compatible with. Here's how it works. The OkCupid app learns what's important to you by asking you questions. Then the app's one-of-a-kind algorithm pairs you with people that care about what you care about. That means no more wasted time and no more surprises. Download the dating app OkCupid today. And P.S. It's free, so you really have no excuses.